so they delivered, the team delivered the box of his belongings from his cage. Not like the stuff from his apartment or whatever, but from his cage, which is a secure facility. Only they could even get it out of there. They give that box of belongings to her and she couldn't open it. And she never opened it. And she didn't think that she'd ever be able to open it. The feds tossed the box. They tossed it all over the place. They just ransacked it. Get ready for the uncloseted conservative hour you've been waiting for. No censors, no fake news, just facts and the freedom to speak them. Friends, if you are still in the conservative closet, I've got one question for you. Why? We've sat in silence. We've been on the sidelines for years. How has it been working out? That's why it's an uncloseted conservative revolution right here, right now. Let's get into it. Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host and the original uncloseted conservative. Guys, thanks so much for being here. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe because YouTube, well, actually, we're not even on YouTube. We're not even on Facebook today because they wouldn't let me put voter fraud in the title. And I said, that's bull stuff. Uh, And I left it. So uh, if you're somehow watching this, wherever you are, listening to this, however you're listening, make sure you like, you subscribe, and make sure you share it with someone. Guys, today's show is presented by my own shop. No, I'm not currently wearing this shirt. And I'm not currently wearing this shirt either, but you can get both of those. Some of my best sellers, my most favoritest favorite shirts, the Joe Biden one star would not recommend. And uh, yes, guys, I know. I know Joe Biden didn't say this, but it makes you wonder like, oh, that idiot. Is this another one of his gaffes? Something he said. The fact that you'd believe that Joe Biden said this is is where the humor is. Only available at the Joe Mobley Show dot com the presenter of today's episode guys johnny vieira with votifynow.org votifynow the best app available on google play on android on on apple app store uh to spot voter fraud and report it creating your own intelligence reports not having to rely on the federal bureau of injustice or the department of injustice uh he is not with us today he'll be with us next week on uh thursday if my memory serves but uh, we'll probably talk about we'll talk about his app uh, for a minute. But before we do, just make sure that you go over and download it. Okay, it's called Votify Now. There it is. V O T I F Y N O W for you, uh, phonetically challenged folks. There's an article, a new article out about it at Gateway Pundit. Uh, Jordan did a good job on this article. Um, but yeah, you can go there, learn about the app. So today is going to be me and Casey talking about whatever we want, which is no different than any other day. So let's get into it. Hola, What's up, hola. man? Uh, <laughs> What's going on, dude? Nothing much. I'm glad you're still alive. Oh, he's been sick. He's got the cred. He's got probably got everything. Yeah, it was interesting. I, I was, you know, it's um, the reason why I think it was Rona is because the dog got sick too. It wasn't just me; it was him. He was laying around. Yeah, I crack, heard the runs. And all I that. heard I just, if you and your dog get sick, it's probably my monkey pox. I know yeah. where you're going. With this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, come on, God. come on, it's too easy. <laughs> too I set easy. him up, you knock him down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's supposed to be some new COVID strain going around right now. Uh, and that got me going down a little bit of a rabbit hole yesterday. And one of the things that I found was this lady talking about um, you you can come up with a vaccination for something that's strictly a human disease. But if, if it switches over to other animals or anything like that, you can't vaccinate from that because the animals, it's going to mutate in them. There's no way of vaccinating permanently for COVID, period. You're unable to do it. You can do it with things like measles, mumps, rubella, I mean, you know, stuff like that. Honestly, let's not even 
worry about it because if there's going to be a COVID that's truly deadly and wreaking havoc on humanity, it's going to be created in the lab, probably like this original one was. Um, Man, what was that? My wife was just sharing something with me the other day. Doctor somewhere, scientist somewhere, for some stupid reason, they created a COVID that's like 80, that has like an 80% um, kill rate. Oh, awesome. Here, let me uh, let me Google that it, it, real I'm, quick. I'm sure Fauci, one way or another, is like funding this research. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's 80%. Uh, not kill, we'll say death rate. Right. There we go. Yeah. This is the one we should have made, darn it. We missed it last time. <laughs> Here, let's try this again. <laughs> Dude. All right, all right. Now, see, the internet's always trying to hide stuff from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, oh, okay, I can't find that, but I'll, I'll keep looking for it. Um, so, uh, how are you enjoying the uh, the end of the world, the collapse of the republic? You know, uh, we, got, uh, we got elections, we got uh, we got all kinds of things to enjoy. David Rubin uh, is doing his. Um, well, you remember um, how Helen did her happy hour thing? Yeah, D- Dave did one the other day, live on YouTube, everything else like that. Um, and he was talking about. He's like, my numbers are going through the roof. It's because it's getting into that political season, you know what I mean? And it's just everybody's like, I can't believe how how like how many people are you know checking out the website and and how people are talking about God. You know, I used to be literal and the Dan, you know, I remember the good old days with you know JFK, you know, or you know what was his name, Dan Rather, Walt Cronkite, you know, guys like that. Yeah. Where it's like you yeah. know back when we used to respect the Dems, and now it's just like everybody's just bailing. So yeah, it is definitely. Well, they they weren't socialists; they were Democrats. They were, yeah. they were liberal Americans, <laughs> and now, I mean, it's not honestly the Democrat the the Democratic Party, like as as a party, their platform is infinitely flexible. So they're like, yeah, if you guys take our normal liberalism and and you know try and turn it into some radical socialist fascist nonsense, sure. We're down for it because they, they just want power so badly and they want to be at the cool kids table. They want to be liked. So they're like, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, we're, we're down for that. But they're, they're not even really, I don't know. I guess it's a rose by any other name type thing. They're not even really Democrats. They're, they're no. socialists. Like yes. AOC is a socialist. Bernie yeah. Sanders is a socialist. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, they get backing from the Democratic side. Yeah. Good times <laughs> dude did we talk about the um tim pool talked about this a while ago and i was like no this is wrong the, the, this assessment is not right this bulwark article about how a second civil war could pop off did, like did we talk about that a couple weeks ago i don't think we did um i i know tim pool had mentioned it but i i mean no i don't remember talking about it maybe you can tell me so here's the deal um this is, I, I think that they got this majorly wrong and, and it, okay, how do I even say this? These guys are major guys. Well, one, <laughs> Major Garrett, um, uh, but David Becker, um, and hold on, am I, am I getting my... No, that's a different guy. David Becker? When I first saw that, I thought it was Gavin uh, DeBecker. Oh, okay. Screw this guy. No, this guy's just a normal douchebag. Okay, never mind. I was, I was going to say, I was, I was going to pit my expert security opinion against who I thought was the world expert. And I'm glad I reread that. It says David, not Gavin. Okay, yeah, Gavin DeBecker, uh, Gavin DeBecker Associates, world-renowned security expert. I feel much better about tearing this guy a new one uh, than Gavin DeBecker, which, I, which I'd be like, oh, that'd be really uncomfortable. Kind of like Masada Yub, just like, oh, no, he's wrong. Um, anyway, they're talking about how a second civil war could pop off, and they are centering it around elections. And these are, it, I, I think that this article, it came out in September of this year, um, I think that this article was one of the pivotal 
things in the lexicon to make people believe that there is not going to be a midterm election. There are so many people, they say there's not going to be a midterm election or there's not going to be a 2024 presidential. There's going to be some kind of of martial law. There's going to be some type of precipitating event that halts elections and suspends them indefinitely. Um, And they go in this article, they, they obviously paint the Republicans as the bad guys, the ones doing all the violence, but they say like, um, you know, I can see the scene. It's it's November 7th or 8th, maybe with early voting or whatever, or maybe it's election day in Texas. And there are so many concerned conservative citizens. Then, and they, they put these phrases in here. They try and make us sound like crazy people. Armed to the teeth, standing guard, watching polling pay- places, amped up looking for fraud. One of these people approaches a voter that they think has committed some type of fraud or they've seen come through time and time again or something and and uh, a shootout breaks out or something and the state troopers have to come in and close down the polling place or whatever. Uh, they talk about that scenario. They talk about scenarios about just the, the mounting tensions around abortion, the Second Amendment, uh, elections and voter fraud kind of being the thing to halt elections. And that is the the catalyst that sparks, you know, the flame of a second American Civil War. And I, I just think no, I, I don't, I don't think that's how it goes down. Uh, I'm, I don't know, man. I'm so all over the place. It's like some people, you know, it seem like you know they're they're pretty aware and they're they're getting out there and they're being active and and you know it. Let's. You know, let's let's do things right. Let's make sure the elect, you know, electoral system works, you know, correctly. That there isn't uh, voter fraud, and of which in the last election there was a lot of it. I mean, it's. I don't want to, you know, get into it too deep, but the bottom line is we all know that with, there's been enough reports now where you can see that you know people are going in and screwing with the electoral system. That's a no-no. That does have to be locked down. It's not going to go down with people militia showing up though with guns. That's stupid. What the, it sounds like all they're trying to do is one get people fired up and pissed off. Yep, that's, um, that's what I think. Yeah, or two, trying to, or trying to get the right to start doing things and making themselves look bad. Try try to get the right to act like the left has been acting for the last you know five, six, seven years now. So here's here's what I think. Uh, we've talked about this a bunch on the show, so I'll just try and breeze on through it, guys. Carver Matrix, it's a DoD tool. Uh, they also use it in Homeland. And just, you know, fine point, you're assessing targets, uh, targets to attack or your own vulnerabilities, what might an enemy attack, based on its criticality, accessibility, recuperability, vulnerability, and the effect and recognizability of, of the target of taking out. And they use the examples here of a water in tank, a sanitation processor, a power center. You carver it out, and boom, it's okay. Sanitation processor, it's got the 18 points, it's the high score, or whatever. Um, so that would be the target. That's the thing to target or the thing that the enemy might target. Uh, so using this, using uh, Pavlov's hierarchy of needs, which is uh, the government's not going to be able to satisfy or withhold our sexual desires. Uh, so far. Um, so then it comes down to the physical security needs, food, water, shelter, and um, uh, food, water, shelter. And what's that other thing? Uh, that other thing. Food, water, <laughs> shelter. You know, the, the hierarchy uh, of needs before you get to the bull crap, which is like my feelings and my right, emotional right, well-being. Right, right, it's like, yeah. no, 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 no. You need water. the food, water, shelter. Yeah. That's the foundation. The physical <laughs> yeah. security yeah. needs. You need to be in the safe place. And this then is- you you need... Basically, we have sexual desires, which is like it, it's it's innate in being human because of the we want to reproduce because we that's what sex is for. Well, it feels good too, but uh, it's for reproducing because we want to continue to exist. And then you get to the emotions, oh, how I feel about whatever. The government doesn't care about that. The government starts at the bottom because the way to control the masses is by going after the quintessential needs as outlined by Pavlov. That's how Mao did it. That's how. Uh, Stalin, uh, Lenin, uh, even Mussolini, who sucked as a dictator. Uh, that's how That's how you do it. That's how you do despotism. How am I going to manipulate and control the masses? Fear. Fear of what? 
food, not having food, not having water, not having shelter, right. you know, not being secure in your, in your being. Now, I do believe that all of these things are under attack. Uh, food processing plants, you know, burning. Bro, 100%. Burning. Oh, dude, it's, it's pretty gnarly. But what's confusing me is who? Who is, who is the puppet master here? I mean, I get it. The left just went completely crazy. But I don't, I, don't, I don't think the left is organized enough to be able to try down to, you know, to take down the entire United States. I, I, a part of me says Russia. A part of me says, you know, China, Korea. I don't know, dude. It's, it's really I, I think global elitists are American oligarchs. The, the yeah. nameless, faceless leaders that pull the strings. Mm-hmm. Not like a Nancy Pelosi or even a Bill Gates. Those, those are public-facing. We know who they are, their addresses, yeah, their networks. We know too much there. about them for them to be the true powers. Right. Um, these are the nameless, faceless oligarchs who run things. And here's the thing. This pissed me off. I, I knew I wanted to talk about this next week, but Johnny's not able to make it today, so we're talking about it today. Um, and so, Casey, forgive me, because usually we wrap a little bit beforehand or I can send you material, but I, I hadn't done no to do that. Uh, this pissed me off. Everyone was talking about this in the first quarter of this year. Uh, and to, so everyone's talking about this like February... March, April, maybe. And that's where it falls off. Tucker Carlson basically came on and said, uh, um, it's happening. Uh, Food processing plants are being attacked, but there doesn't seem to be any um, connection between the events or whatever. Like, and even, so Michelle Edwards, highly respect her. Uh, She writes for Uncover DC, which is an awesome, like this, this article that is on the screen right now, food shortages and food processing plants fires. Uh, dash what's going on. The best coverage of the food processing plants. Um, and it, it, sh- it shows you, you know, Gates's land holdings and how many um, hundreds of thousands of acres of farmland he owns. And it outlines all of these events, what's going on. You know, April 21, 2022, General Mills plant coveting Georgia, uh, plane crash, you know, fire, fire. Here's the thing. The the investigators say, well, this one's arson. This one's suspicious, but we don't know the cause. This one's this. This one's plane crash. Just freak accidents. But the media and the investigators, at a, on the whole level of it all, they're saying there doesn't seem to be a connection between the events, so nothing's happening. Bullshit. Yeah. That's bullshit. There's a connection between the events because they are the same kind of thing. This is basic philosophy. It, they, these things are the same kind of thing. They're all food processing plants. They are all quintessential in supply chain economy for how we get our food and our grocery stores filled. That's the connection. Mm-hmm. It's like a serial killer who only kills uh, 18 to 24-year-old white blonde girls with blue eyes. <laughs> they live in different states, but and so they live in different states, and you say, well, they're all the exact same archetype of girl, but there are no connections, so nothing's happening. It's like, no, a serial killer is offing 18 to 24-year-old white blonde girls with blue eyes. Like it's the same kind of thing. It's obvious. And they're telling us, nah, they're un they're unrelated. You know, a food plant in California and a food plant in Georgia, they go down in exactly the same way and under exactly the same suspicious circumstances. It's eh. Yeah, it, it. This is all out of art of war. I keep saying it over and over again, but it is. This is straight out of the playbook, man. So tying them all together, the Carver Matrix, the Pavlov's hierarchy of needs, governments having done this in the past. This is the catalyst. My, my Joe Mobley opinion. Yeah, I've got some creds and did some security stuff, but my opinion that should make sense to you as a common sense listener is this is how it goes down. I, I think this is I think this is what's going on, and Bernie Sanders kind of spilled the tea, but the, the bread lines are good, uh, food lines are good. I think they are creating. They they tried. Uh, oh, medical medical is the other one. Uh, medical security, okay. uh, mm. being safe from disease and illness. Um, they tried COVID. It didn't work. Okay, we we were laughing. We were like, it's dumb to wear a mask into a restaurant, and sit down, and take it off. Like, we were making fun of it. Even hardcore leftists were making fun of it when they weren't on TV. So I'm saving the world. Yeah. So we, we tried medical. Medical didn't work. You know, Americans were, were too full of hubris. We're like, no, we're invincible. You know, if it, 
AIDS pandemic didn't scare us. Zika, swine flu, all that stuff. We're like, whatever. We're going about our business. We're doing everything. So they got to do food. They, they got to do food. They can't do shelter. You know, they yes. could try water, but I, I think it's going to be food. Why? Because food processing plants are already under attack because farmers are already having to sell off livestock or kill okay. livestock that they didn't want to sell because they don't have food supply. So we can already see it. So the the Bill Gates owning a bunch of land thing, um, mm-hmm. I, I kind of put something together the other day. Oh, great. Of course, every time I'm on the microphone, the guy with the mower cast goes on by, dude. Mower, I mower swear guy. God. I, I think the mower guy actually watches the show and just wants to hear himself <laughs> mowing in the background. <laughs> hey, Mom. Mom, I'm on now. I'm on now. <laughs> I'm That's me. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> anyway, um, and he's gonna get uh, what so, those uh, choppers is gonna be out there with the chopper bike. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll park in front of his window. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but uh, no, the this whole uh, you can buy stock uh, in farms now, buy farmstock.com or something like that, where you're buying and you know, tr- trading farmland. So, I mean, you know, Bill's mixed up in that whole thing. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's going to yeah, make all food production uh, corporate. So now you can control all of it. Make it to where only the guys that are on your team know how to farm. How many farmers do you know? Dude, I still... Well, I know a ton, but... Uh... But, I mean, like, most people, especially in urban areas, haven't yeah. the slightest idea no how clue. to even grow the most basic of vegetables. Yeah. Well, home homesteading is on the rise. But here... Well, I don't think it's even going to be that. If Bill, owes it, if Bill owns all the land, nobody's going to homestead. The Bill Gates thing, I think, I, I do think there's going to be wide-scale conflict. Maybe a civil war, who knows? One, republics have a 250-year shelf life anyway. Guys, and we're sitting on like 245, 246 or whatever. Um, like every, everyone keeps thinking like, oh, uh, my existence is cosmically special and the things that have happened for all of history can't happen now, can't happen to me aren't happening. It's like, no, you're not cosmically special. Jesus loves you. You know, I got it. But you're not spent the same stuff that's happened for the whole arc of human history is happening to you, baby girl. I'm sorry. Like the first murder is a brother often his own brother. Okay. And then we got David, like one of the most virtuous characters in the Bible. But before that, he's like starting wars because he's trying to get to the old girl's pants. And he's like, I'm going to send your husband off to die in battle be the tip of the spear against you know, like a squad of Navy SEALs. It's really odd to see all these biblical stories like starting to happen, like end times kind of stuff. It's kind of crazy. Look, I tell people like life is the same episode, the same script. The characters are just different. And you know this from working in any workplace or in any unit in the military. They're the same characters. You just got to figure out who's playing who. Mm -hmm. But there's a Michael Scott. And there's a, you know, there's an overbearing, you know, G.I. Joe type PT guy. Never, you just need to figure out who, you all have different names, but you're all the same characters. So like the script is the same, nothing new under the sun. And the different record teams, just goes. Same sport. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so because of that, we are not immune to wide scale conflict and people are like, oh, the rest of the world will save us. Now, the rest of the world always watches passively by, just like in World War One, World War Two. Just, you know, Xerxes' army is sweeping the freaking Eastern world and the rest of the world is doing nothing. It, it doesn't matter what part of history you pick on, the rest of the world is going to be watching like. I think that's why I'm tripping out a little bit too, having a Polish grandmother, a Polish Jewish grandmother who came to the United States, you know, during World War II. Um, you know, she was always like, it, it, the, the thing that bothered her the most about the Holocaust wasn't the fact it lots of people died, but most of those people died because they kept, they stayed, they didn't flee. Yeah. They stayed in Germany, they stayed in Poland. All oh, things are going to get better. It's not that bad. It's and those are the people who died, bro. It's that bad. It is that bad. Yeah. So I I had her in my ear, you know, as a kid, going, you know, don't 
don't pacify. Don't don't yeah. look the other way. Understand what's going on around you. Know your you know environment, your surroundings. Good times. So my theory is this, and whether they do it, they let it happen naturally by steering the pieces on the chessboard, or they black flag it. Who knows? I, I, we all know our our government can black flag with the best of them. Okay, been there, done that, got the t-shirt. Uh, I think they're creating a food shortage on purpose. And when food insecurity hits, it's not going to be like COVID. COVID, there were people like, oh, screw it. I'm going to go out and, and, and visit places and do stuff and just pretend like this isn't happening. When there's food insecurity, when the grocery stores are empty and there's no farm replenishing, there's no truck coming, it's going to be wild. So the government's going to stand up uh, food distribution centers, and they're going to be basically fed soldiers there, handing out food, giving you the bread and the cheese and a little thing of milk and some meat, whatever. And food distribution is going to be controlled that way. Yep. Uh, whether they Directive 50 want it or not, we can press pause on that for a second. Well, either it's going to be a Justice Smollett situation, either a bunch of red MAGA hat wearing, gun toting, you know, conservative cowboys are going to ride in and shoot up a food scene where all the people are waiting in line for food. They shoot it up, kill the soldiers, kill some of the people waiting for food, and take all the food. Either that'll happen naturally or more likely, come on, come on. The Gov, they'll just do that. They'll be like, all right, they'll have on all their freshest MAGA gear, never been worn before, tags still hanging off, and they'll, they'll show up, they'll shoot up an event, uh, take all the food, and then the government will come in and say, hey, it is our chief priority to protect the American people, making sure you're fed and making sure that the food distribution process is safe. So we're going to direct a 50 on it. We're going to temporarily suspend the Second Amendment. No guns whatsoever because they got to get the gun problem. They've kind of eased up off of guns. No, no. The gun problem is the quintessential problem. They can't, they can't continue moving chess pieces until they get rid of guns. And they right. have to do it quick and they'd have to do it in an unexpected way. So that's just my my Joe Mobley, been some places, done some stuff, but not the world's greatest expert, I suppose. That's well, just I mean, my opinion. Look look at what happened during the lockdowns and COVID uh, in countries where guns, where the people aren't allowed to have guns. Look at Canada, Australia. They had firefighters wearing SWAT gear, bro, yeah. going door to door in yeah. New York City. And in beating the fuck out of people for not wearing a mask, you know, in, in public by themselves, stuff like that, or they didn't have their mask on properly. Dude, things got crazy. New Zealand, they actually had a, there was a knife attack. They actually said knives are illegal. You couldn't buy a no. knife in New Zealand. Meanwhile, yeah, you got the cops rolling around and full on, what's up, fool? Yeah, exactly. Now, <laughs> here's here the deal. safety. A lot of conservatives, Republicans, whatever you want to call yourselves, uh, one, you, you need to be more liberty-minded than I'm conservative or whatever. Because one, I'm pro-law enforcement. I've been law enforcement. I back the blue, but I'll tell you this right now. I'm pro-freedom over law enforcement every day of the week. Uh, so when that day comes and you law enforcement idiots out there decide that you're going to follow orders and not support and defend the Constitution, then you die. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not really sorry. I'm, I'm pro-freedom. I'm pro-liberty. A thousand percent over pro-law enforcement. Well, one of the things that um, I, I've thought about often is I would rather have a local cop enforcing the law than a federal agent from Washington, D.C. enforcing the law. hundred percent, dude. That's what defund defund the police. Defund the police was a scam is exactly from yep. day one because yep. they were like, we're going to defund the police and stand up a federal law enforcement, coast to coast, border to border entity. Bull crap! No, you're not. Yeah, I have a hard enough time going through a checkpoint because, well, because they're unconstitutional because of the Fourth Amendment. Uh, but at least if it's like deputies out there, I'm like, all right, guys. Hey, I'm Joe Mobley. Like, right. My you kid goes to school with your kid. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. These are still people that their actions within the community also affect them. You got guys yes. showing up from D.C. They come in, completely destroy your town, and then go home. Yep. Dude. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we might be hanging out too much. 
dude. Dude, <laughs> did you see what they did to Tina Peters? Dude. Were, were you on when I talked to Michelle Swinnick about this? So Selection Code came out. And Selection Code is kind of like, um, uh, oh, what's the Mules movie called? Um, oh my gosh, what is it called? A Thousand Mules or whatever? Uh, t- 22, th- 22 meals? No, 2,000 meals. 2,000 meals. There yeah. you go, yeah. I was close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm black. What do you expect? Uh, close on the math. But uh, so there, more things are coming out like that. Mike Lindell and the gang, they did one. It's called Selection Code. It's really good. It's on frankspeech.com or you can just uh, look up Selection Code and watch it. Tina Peters, though, she was the Mesa County um, court clerk who... She was the Mesa County uh, elections clerk lady who uh, she was in charge of maintaining the integrity of and the chain of custody of ballots and and the electronic records of ballots and stuff like that. And the government kept telling her to do shady stuff like, oh, delete these files, delete that. Specifically, they said, delete all these and don't make a backup. She was like, nah, dog. She was like, that's shady AF. So she made a backup. I have a (laughs) duty here, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, you're you're calling them the dead of light. You're like, hey, yo, Tina, we need you to delete all these files. It was like some straight, like Snowden stuff. She was like, nah, I'm good on that. So she makes, she hires a white hat. They make a secure backup. And now they're raking her over the coals. They're trying to convict her of all these crimes, blah, 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 blah. Basically, she did her job and literally supported the constitutional process. So the Fed show up and raid her house. Tina Peters' son was a Navy SEAL. He died on Memorial Day doing a dive stunt with the, uh, uh, what do they call them? The leapfrogs or the, the Navy SEALs, they have that elite skydiving team. So they do really high-risk maneuvers, but, you know, it's dangerous. Um, anyway, he had a catastrophic shoot failure. Um, and still, this dude's the type of dude his concern, he's plummeting towards the earth with no shoot. His concern is to not cause any casualties on the ground with him and his gear like falling. So he tries to like land in the river. He's like calling out because um, they have recording of him because, you know, you know, they're kitted out. Yeah. Um, anyway, he died. Uh, Navy SEAL, literally a hero. The feds, when they raided Tina Peters' house, that box that the team, because team guys, they do their own memorial services. They don't, it's not just around. I was on a funeral honors team. I didn't get to do Green Beret funerals except for one who's from Vietnam era. Um, yeah, they, so, you know, you know, they do their own stuff. So they delivered, the team delivered the box of his belongings from his cage, not like the stuff from his apartment or whatever, but from his cage, which is a secure facility. Only they could even get it out of there. They give, that box of belongings to her and she couldn't open it and she never opened it. And she didn't think that she'd ever be able to open it. The feds tossed the box. They tossed it all over the place. They just ransacked it. And it pisses me off because it's clearly marked. They knew what it was. They knew who she was and what they were going to find in the house before they even got there. But when you open a box like that, the first thing that's on the top is an internment flag. Yeah. Why not just piss on his grave? And the fact that they would do that is like, you think that I'm going to feel bad when that day comes? Because pro- I'm just a realist, guys. That day's probably going to come, and it'll be me in my kit with with my toys that are conspicuously uh, missing from back here. Um, you know, going to work, and I'm not going to feel bad about it because yeah. what you're doing is an assault on freedom. And yeah. sorry, some of us take our oath seriously. That's the and, thing. It's the oath thing for me. Dude, uh, you, know, you like, raise your hand and take that oath and not mean it. You know what I mean? That's oh, dude. it's like I'm I'm sorry. I, I was sincere when I saw <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you know what's interesting is I always noticed that the biggest jackasses law enforcement wise were never military before. It's always the guys that have seen, you know, stuff go down in other places in the world that are the most respectful in law enforcement. Yeah. I went the other way. I oh, did yeah. law enforcement first and then military. Oh, you did? Oh, you? Yeah. But I wasn't a dick. I, I was so good. Like, I had inmates disclose a lot of stuff to me. Plots, uh, 
uh, witness tampering. I, I did the job right. And, and what I got out of it and, and the crimes that I was able to stop is like a testament to the, because I, you know, there's that supremacy thing where you get that little piece of authority and mm-hmm. then you start oppressing people. And oh, yeah. it, it's well documented in the shock, uh, uh, the shock the, experiments and stuff. Give, yeah. Give a little brain a badge or yeah. Any sense of authority. Well, you know, it was, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. You turn into Cartman, the- bro. Respect my authority. <laughs> freaking. Yeah. Say, <laughs> so I clocked you doing a 45 back there. You know what speed limit is? Well, according to that sign right there, 45. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's the one. There's the one. 44 and a 45. 44 and a 45 is suspicious. Yeah. It's like spitting on the guy. <laughs> like, it's like, what? Actually, I'm sorry, was the, I not the, breaking the law? Yeah, the limit is 45. You're supposed to be under it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I don't know, bro. State troopers are the worst. If, if there's someone who's going to be a vet who's still going to be a little bit of a dick, it's hmm. going to be a state trooper. We don't have state troopers. What? Oh, man. Yeah, Dude, state troopers, troopers they're, they're like the drill sergeants of law enforcement. They even got the hat, bro. I know, yeah. And they I've got the knife that. hand. And they're like, oh, what you doing? And it's like, whoa, 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 you're supposed to be like, oh, hey, ma'am, sir, license and registration. They're like knife handing. Like, Drop get the out banana. Of the car. Drop the banana. Yeah. Like, I'm just waiting to see. I'm waiting to see a state trooper just smoking someone on the side of the highway. They're like making them do up downs. And like, you're just driving by. Like, what the heck is going on? And you can't look because you'd be like, you want a piece of this too? Pull up. He pulls you over with knife hand. Like now, oh, here comes my best friend, the mower. Hold on. Yeah, the mower. All right. Well, while while he's mowing it out over there, I talked about Directive Fifty One. I know that you guys can't read this, but I'm going to show it anyway. But Google Directive Fifty One. Um, it's a uh, national security presidential directive and homeland security presidential directive. Uh, the the HSPD is 20, not 51, but uh, they kind of say the same stuff. Google it. Duck, duck, go, know what it is. Um, from the people who brought you the Patriot Act, oh, St. Uh, George W. Bush himself with the whole 9-11 stuffs, uh, the people that brought you the Department of Homeland Security and all the TSA butt probing at any airport, you know, if you go fly now, uh, the people that brought you this whole... You know, ODNI, National Security, Homeland Security, Intelligence, Law Enforcement Apparatus. Um, they also bring you presidential directives. Uh, many of them are classified, and you still can't find the most up to date, you know, through Obama, through Trump, and probably now through Biden. Um, you can't find the most up to date, like revisions of Directive 51. But look it up uh, because it basically, it basically is a regulatory framework by which the president of the United States can usurp the authority of the federal government and stand up a temporary government uh, for the purpose of navigating an emergency. And not just an emergency here, because this is legal language. Language is very important. An emergency anywhere in the world that not even poses a threat to the United States, but that can, quote, impact the American people. like. I don't even know what that's all about. Oh, Case just made himself big. That came out Sorry. weirder than I wanted it to. <laughs> I just tried to turn on my stupid camera. I need more oh, coffee. Oh, man. There we go. All right. There there's the button go. I'm looking for. Uh, I was talking about Directive 51 taking over the world. It's my favorite. Uh, it's really interesting. Uh, really interesting stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so, speaking of, in, what were you about to say something? No, no. I just it's uh, well. It, so, it was D- Directive Fifty One. Is that that one where it's the like the Illuminati, uh, like officiato or the, like this is how we're going to take over the world plan? Is that the one you're talking I, about? I haven't heard that, but I wouldn't be surprised. This is the one where the President of the United States, because of oh. an emergency anywhere in the world that could impact the American people basically take over the government for temporary emergency use only, like the the 15 days to slow the spread that lasted two and a half years. Um, 
and basically sets up a shadow government that is sets over the United States government, sets over the Constitution. And it's like, oh, hey, it's an emergency, so I get to be a dictator for now. I, I, that's a way you could suspend uh, freaking elections for sure. Okay. Um, I think the guy's last name was Rousseau. Uh, reporter um, was friends with um, one of the big Illuminati guys, one of the big families. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm gonna have to look this guy up now, but he was, uh, yeah, he got to be friends with, um, oh, it's gonna kill me now. Um, Rothschilds, one of the Rothschild guys. Oh, yeah. And this Rousseau guy came out and he's like, I, I gotta tell people about this. It's on Zeitgeist. If you watch the movie Zeitgeist, uh, it gets into it uh, and they're literally like, they're laying down 15 years ago. What is happening now? There's going to be mm. a weird disease. That we're going to have digital currency. They're going to take away the gold standard. They're going to put everything on a chip. They're going to put the chip inside you. And if you get out of line, they just turn off your chip. Don't do it, folks. Don't uh -huh. do it. Mark of the beast. The only chips going in this body are Lay's and Ruffles, and which <laughs> aren't really good for you. They've got Let's all see. the... And now here's the thing, though. I, a lot of people may not even know that they have been chipped. It, I don't think it's going to be a. I don't think it's going to be a voluntary thing. It's like the nanoparticles, and you know, in the. Uh, oh the yeah, chip. if you've gotten any any vaccine or any type of, I mean, military vet, they they suck so many things in us, bro. We don't. Oh, know. dude. Yeah. We don't. So We're yeah, that's already true. tagged and chipped. That's true. Or if you if you just don't have it in you, they can just. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, I was oh, just. Man, this, this we're starting like to get all Alex Jonesy. <laughs> but this is stuff that they say that they want. It's on their website. It's on oh, yeah. the World Economic Forum's website. Global domination by 2030, bro. It's 2022. It's yeah. almost 2023. Like, yeah, yeah, we're getting close to the deadline. And it looks like everything is right. We're right there, baby. We might even be a little ahead of schedule right now. Yeah, man. So here's here's one that's just weird. You guys know that I like the Epic Times because, well, because I do. This one's just weird. This came out the other day. Uh, originally, um, uh, originally posted in where was this originally posted? It originally posted in another newspaper. I can't see it, dude. I thought it was right here. Uh, anyway. Popular athletic clothing brands have high levels of hormone-disrupting chemical BPA. Uh, watchdog Group, that's the... Watchdog Group is the people, not a watchdog group, but actual watchdog group, people who uh, uh, put it out there. But here's the, the long and short of it. Da -da 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 -da. Sports bras and athletic shirts. Also underwear, like lots of uh, men's, you know, athletic underwear. Uh, made by some of the major global sports brands, were found to have dangerous levels of the estrogen-mimicking chemical. Uh, I always say this wrong. I think it's bisphenol A, which is basically BPAs, um, posing considerable risk to people's health, particularly reproductive health. So here's the thing. All, all of these brands, freaking Athleta, Pink, which is... Uh, uh, what's pink? It's um the store they sell lingerie. Victoria's Secret. Yes, thank you. Uh, Victoria's Secret, Asics, North Face, uh, Nike, Fila. Which is, have you noticed that Fila's like made some kind of comeback? Like Champion too. They made some kind of comeback. I got some Champion gear. I got Champion gear on my website. Uh, Word up. But here's the deal, bro. Like you put this stuff on your body. I was talking to my wife about it. She's like, yeah, you're going to the gym thinking like, yeah, I'm going to lift some weights and like get some testosterone going. It's like the clothes you're in are literally pumping you full of estrogen. Oh, yes. Like, are, are you serious? What possible reason? All of these brands, all of these brands. I mean, it, dude. It's a BPA, right? Yeah. 22 times the safe limit. We eat the, let's see, we eat a credit card worth of plastic a week. I don't know who we is. Everybody, 
my everybody food comes, my food so comes much from the farm there. bro my wife's down there making like bread out of dust yeah and, and <laughs> it's the, it's those microplastics dude it's in everything now okay, little kids yeah. are being born with microplastics in their bloodstream yeah that's true and then we're pumping vaccines into ourselves uh, the vaccine book that aluminum deposits in your brain like it's done it, it, there's no way to get it out oh yeah it goes in and yeah, we're going to be beeping when we go through metal detectors just uh, by ourselves. Have you seen the video of the guy that uh, it was uh, taking old masks like N95s and stuff like that, mm -hmm. tearing them apart and putting them under a microscope and finding these little... Uh, he's like, it's it's black. It moves around like a worm. It, no. and it's like people are coughing out these black little worm-like things after oh, getting the vaccination. Sick. It's the fucking nanoparticles, dude. Damn it. I just dropped an F-bomb, sorry. No, I haven't <laughs> seen that. Good. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Man, this is an excellent thumbnail. I just clicked on YouTube. This girl, like, good job. This is, uh, oh, I want to watch that. Look at this. 100 Best Sports Bloopers 2022. All right. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk porn, TED Talk. You know what? People should talk porn because it's freaking... Another thing plaguing uh, plaguing society is oh look Patriot Mom Patriot Mom is not plaguing society. <laughs> Another thing plaguing society and uh, we got low T we got you know swimmers uh, that aren't women the male population yeah mm -hmm. and then it's like guys can't get it up unless they got fourteen screens with like different weird perverse sex acts on and it's like guys just uh yo well you know and a lot of that. Um, is, well, this is one of the reasons why I got off of um, uh, Zoloft. I was on Zoloft for about a year, super, super depressed. Uh, and it helped with the depression. It also helped with the anxiety attack. It made everything go like this. But the problem is everything did that. I completely lost all enjoyment of anything. Coming off of the Zoloft, so sex drive, no, negative. Not interested in doing anything other than sitting around, chilling on the internet, and that's about it. I just life completely lost any really like emotional value whatsoever. Basic little things I used to enjoy, like bro, well, those are those side effects where they're that's like the side, side effects, effects, yeah, might include and the, the side effects are incredible, bro. Oh, and then coming off of this stuff is a freaking blast get all dizzy, you know, all this other stuff. Now, now I got to go back and take some more, you know, trying to get myself weaned off of this crap. I'm off it now. So that's another thing. You get a bunch of people that are addicted to this stuff. It's now it's stopping your sex drive. And then on top of that, you have to keep taking it. If they cut that medication off from you, dude, you get unstable as hell. Yeah, you got to do the whole wean thing. Yeah, it, it, it took uh, about a month and a half to get off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of asking people to like the show because I can see you watching right now. I can see... Well, I can't see you like the NSA can see you, but I can see that you're watching. <laughs> so why don't you hit that like button? You might as uh, well subscribe as well, huh? Uh, uh, Maybe tell a friend. Maybe a comment or two. Who knows? I know. It, it's great. It's great. <laughs> the algorithm loves it. Yeah, look... It might sound like YouTube language. We're not even on YouTube. I'm talking to you people watching on Rumble. I see you again. Not like Ed Snowden type see you, but I see you. Yeah. 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 Well, I got to stop listening to... Uh, I've been listening to Net Positive, And the thing that stuck in my head is <laughs> every episode, they say like 10 times, do what you want when you pop it. Because uh, they were listening to that future song. And it's like, what is it saying? Like, yeah, that's true. You know, when you pop it, you just do what you want. Like, I never heard of net positive. Net positive. Oh, you've heard of John Christ. He's like probably the oh. biggest Christian community or yeah, comedian yeah, yeah. right now. He started a podcast recently. It's called Net Positive. Uh, and they talk about a bunch of stuff. And obviously it's funny. It's like him and his whole crew. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, one of the yeah. things they're like, you know, it's it's like that FU money. Like those those big hedge fund managers. They're like, they're so rich. They got FU money. They They just like... And it's like, you can't really, you can be mad at them, but you can't because, you know, do what you want when you pop it. Like, when you got it like that, you do what you want. That's how the world works. Yep. It's stupid. If you have character, then you don't do that kind of stuff. Um, but they, 
they'll see like crazy, you know, they'll see like, why would this football player do that? Like, what would make you do that? And then someone else will be like, I mean, you do what you want me, pop him. So <laughs> stupid. Which is true. I mean, you come home, you cut off your wife's head and the glove doesn't fit. You know, you, <laughs> you get off. You... <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on, OJ. Give me a break. If the glove don't fit. You must have quit. All I'm saying is, like, you're covered in your wife's blood. It's like, all right, cool. You know, maybe you consult her. Why are you covered in this other person's blood? That's what I'm curious about. Mm. And they just kind of, oh, we don't want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> Johnny Cochran was like, they're not even on trial for this. And OJ identifies as a woman. He is his <laughs> wife, and his wife is him. Like, oh, man, I wonder if. If the one flesh argument has ever been used in court, interesting. Like you kill your wife, but you say that it was an attempted suicide because you are one, bro. I, I swear to God, you and I are on exactly the same wavelength as you were starting to say that. I had in the back of my head, OJ saying that he identifies as Nicole and is suicidal and wants her husband to kill her. <laughs> Easy. I mean, I could be a trans activist attorney. I don't have a legal license, but I feel like based on the quick footwork that we just did, we could get some people off of crimes. Not not Joe, there you go again. That's twice. (laughs) Uh, Two big ones now. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I can see my kids flying outside. They have no idea what's going on in here. (laughs) Oh, man. One day, yeah, your daughter's going to be like 16 years old, browsing around. Hey, here's an episode of my dad. What are they talking about? Yeah. What? (laughs) Dad! Oh, no. Where did it go? I lost it. Oh, well, I can't find it. I I had, um, this is a passport, but I had one of those pocket constitutions and it's in the maroon one that looks like this. So it looks like a, like a Russian or other European type or European nation passport. And Mm -hmm. someone like totally like see something, say something me the other day. Uh, One, you can have multiple passports. That's fine. And two, it wasn't a passport. It was a, it was a constitution from the Cato Institute. So calm down. Uh, but I was busy. I didn't have time to stop and talk to them and, and explain and, myself. Andrew Tate sa- says he has like 10 different passports. He's like, it's great because it's like if, especially if you travel, oh, I can't go to this country. Oh, no problem. I'll just go to this country. Or I'll say and, I'm from this country and then go to this country. And so if you mean, travel a lot too, because there are not a lot of pages in a, uh, in a pa- I don't I don't know what the rules are for the card if you got the passbook card. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the book, if you get the biggest one, you know, the there's not a lot of pages in there. Not a lot of real estate, especially if you're a frequent traveler. Right. But anyway, I digress. Unless you're like one of those government travelers, you don't get passport stamped anyway. You just kind of just doing do your thing. thing. Yeah, I got this yeah. card, this ID. Yeah. Man, it must be nice. <laughs> Something about Geneva Conventions, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, look, hey, we're not going to make it a full two hours because that's eight minutes from now. And baby bladder has been popping for like the last 25 minutes because I drank, uh, I, well, I drank this coffee, but I also off this big thing of water. And as I was doing it downstairs, I was like, I don't have to pee now, but the show's about to start and I can't make myself pee. And I knew, I was like, I'm going to have to pee in the middle of the show. Yeah, of course. About the middle. About the middle is how far I made So you and your bladder, me and the guy with the mower. I mean, it's, we've got that dichotomy, man. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is, man. Well, so, good show today, man. Uh, we're not going to get to this, but next week, next week, we're going to be talking about some of the stuff that's going on with ATF. Because I, I think the Supreme Court is about to just make the ATF useless. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, what was it Reagan said? I'm from the government. I'm here to help. Nine most dangerous words. Yeah. <laughs> And here's the thing. They're also trying to, like, force their help. They're like, oh, I have this document that says that you have to let me help you. And I'm like, no, nah, dog, I don't want your help. Like, stay outside. Like, get yeah. out of my bushes. Stop doing weird stuff. <laughs> uh, and it's not rude. Like, hey, if you don't want to 
answer law enforcement questions, that doesn't mean you're rude. Just like I'm walking around in the grocery store, if someone stops me and says, hey, who are you? Where do you live? What yeah. are you doing? Which is hey, where, where are you coming from? And what are you about to go to when you leave? It's like, right. oh, I don't want to share any of that stuff with you. It's the same thing if it's a cop or a federal agent. It's the same thing. Unless they have a warrant, they just be like, hey, man, I don't really kick it with you. I don't, I don't want to have this conversation. Right. It, it, well, it's, it's these guys use the tactic of you're being rude or how, you know, it, they, they use societal expectations to get you to tell them what they want to hear. And then they're going to turn around and use every single bit of that against you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, don't talk but to the also, cops. But just, also, just the basic people are, you're completely detached from the idea. I was detached from it and I realized it in the literal, in the criminal justice academy. Uh, like in the police academy, I, I realized, wait a minute, this is weird. So many of the encounters are a papers please encounter. Who are you? Where do you live? What are you doing? Where are you coming from? Where are you going? I keep dropping my handcuffs. Um, what are yeah. you doing with your handcuffs? Well, I'll tell you, they're heavy, and this dock has like 10 things plugged into it, so I put them on top of the dock. To, that's why they're falling. I put them on top of the dock to weigh it down. There you go. There you go. Dude, I swear to God. The the mower guy, <laughs> he switched up with the blower. He's got the blower going, and I can hear him coming this way, dude. It's awesome. it's uh, <laughs> You guys don't have fall out there. As I was to say, it's fall, man. He's got to blow those leaves. He's just blowing grass all over the place. That's all it is. I was like, well, let's, let's, yeah. And they, and they did. You're the one who wanted to live in the fancy community where they cut <laughs> a freaking two millimeters of grass off the top every day. Oh, you do it. I swear to God. It is. It's like, um, it, it's it looks a like command a golf sergeant course. major out there. I, I'm, dude, I'm literally out like putting and stuff. This grass is perfect. Oh, you douche. <laughs> See, I'm here. Casey's canceled. He's out of here. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, good times. So here's the deal. I'm releasing mugs, okay? Not this kind of mug. This is a cool Crowder mug, which is, these are expensive. Um, and it looks like your mug is like a 15, I almost a gallon. 15-gallon yeah, mug. Go, Hell yeah, dude. I'm not screwing around. <laughs> but I'm, you know, they, they, they talk about inflation. They stole an ounce from us, okay? It used to be a 12-ounce mug. Now the standard mug is 11 ounces. I don't know if you realize that, but a standard mug is 11 ounces. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious what listeners and viewers think, but I'm also curious what you think, Case, because I'm 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 designing the mugs right now with yeah. some of the favorite stuff. This one's going to be a mug, so you can get it in time for Christmas because people feel uncomfortable buying clothes for other people as gifts. Uh, so I'm releasing a bunch of of your favorite designs as mugs. But there I'm like, know. do I want it to be a 12 ounce mug? Or because I think you've got a 15 ounce right there. Yeah, I, 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 all I know is the mug has got to be bigger than my fist, otherwise it's not going to hold enough. Yeah, but to your dude, I, I, I like big mugs too. I like big mugs and I cannot like now. Uh, <laughs> I like <laughs> as long as you say mugs and not jugs. I think <laughs> I like big mugs. Uh, anyways. Gosh, what was I going to say? Hey, did you know we could do this? Look at this. We could flip-flop. Whoa, like we're, like we're dancing, but, huh? but we're not. We're just standing still. Um, anyway, was it, uh, I like big mugs, but maybe some women, people with smaller hands, because there are biological differences between the sexes. I don't know if you guys know that. Of course. Um, I don't know. Maybe some of you all like smaller mugs. Anyway. Curious your thoughts. It's it's actually better to send me an email on this one. The address is ask at show.com. Email me your thoughts at ask at show.com. But I'm curious because I don't want to have 800 different mugs and varieties on the or shop. Why, why not uh, take submission uh, submissions from the viewers? Have them design a mug for you. That would be dope for one yeah, of you guys. To, dude. Uh, I, I do have your, one fan that wants me to make a Kafefe mug. And bro, Ooh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I haven't done it. <laughs> Uh, you know, you you should put Biden's face and then Kofefe under it. Oh man, <laughs> more like Cuff Dum Dum. <laughs> yeah, he's not there anymore. Man. That's just a puppet walking around. Just got two words for you. God bless the USA. What? <laughs> <laughs>
bro, what? Like, oh man, we need to have Elsa back on the show. Uh, <laughs> it's like Dave the other day. We we keep going. I'm like starting to sweat from the second cup of coffee, but oh, I do want to throw this out real quick. Dave uh, Dave did that small uh, snippet the other day on his show where where Biden is at the end of the, of his speech. Yeah, thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Perfect. Aren't we all, Joe? Aren't we At least we, we got all? an apology out of him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, that's the show, guys. Thanks for watching. We're sorry. Uh- <laughs> Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Joe Mobley Show. Remember to subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on future content. You can always show your support by leaving a review or making a financial contribution by going to thejoemobleyshow.com and hitting support the show. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.